everyone. Welcome to EDU Me, the podcast that is focusing on bridging the gap and fostering a stronger relationship between parents and schools by empowering parents to become partners in their child's education. My name is Poonam Saxena, and I'm so excited to have you here today. Today marks the one month to our one year anniversary. We're so excited because last October 15th, I launched this podcast trying to really bring a voice and support to parents as they are trying to navigate the whole school system. However, with the pandemic, we've had to pivot a little bit and really focus on parents who are schooling from home and trying to survive that whole new arena that we've been thrown into. But we have some very exciting things planned for our one-year anniversary, so stay tuned on social media to keep updated on what we are planning. But today's episode's a little different, and I wanted to take a moment to talk about education post 9-11. Now, we all can remember where we were on September the 11th, 2001. It's a day that we will always remember for the absolute shock and horrific acts that were carried out on our country. So many lives were lost, and we continue to mourn them even 19 years later. But what I want to talk about is On September 12th, what happened? Because not only are we getting over our shock and our sorrow, we are also now having to rebuild. Rebuild our country, rebuild our communities, rebuild our families, and rebuild us. September 12th was a very different day for each of us, regardless of who you are. But if you are a brown person, like I am, my parents are immigrants from India, that day was very different for us because now people are looking at us differently, not really understanding what the difference between Hindus and Muslims are. And are all Muslims bad? Are all Hindus bad? Or are all brown people bad? And then, how do we talk to our children about this? Because ultimately, they're the generation who's going to carry these ideals forward. So I want to talk about September 12th as my personal journey. My oldest was in first grade, and my other three were at home. So September 12th, 2001, we all got up like we normally do, and I took my daughter to school like I normally do, and that was my day to volunteer in the media center. I was already apprehensive. I was already apprehensive about sending my daughter to school that day, but I was even more apprehensive of me, the adult, walking into the school. But my apprehension was met with complete shock 
because when I walked into a school that I had been a part of for two years, I volunteered every week, several times a week there. On September 12, 2001, when I walked through that door, every single person in the office turned around and looked at me. The receptionist, the principal, the assistant principal, the guidance counselor, everybody just looked at me. And they had this very puzzled look on their face. Even though they said nothing, I knew what they were thinking. Oh my gosh, could she be one of them? Trying not to get rattled, I very cheerfully said, good morning, guys, and signed in, and I walked into the media center. Now I'm super nervous. Walk into the media center, and the media specialist comes up to me, and she says, I have a question. Okay. And she asks me, I need you to tell me the difference between a Hindu and a Muslim. And why would Muslims do this? Now, I can't say that I was really shocked by the question, but I was still shocked that it was such an overt question. And I'm getting to my point about education and children in just a minute, but I really feel like you need the background first. So I tried to explain to her that, you know, Islam is a, is a religion, Hinduism is a religion, just like Christianity, and there are good practicing religious people, and there are not so good practicing religious people. And that goes for every religion, not necessarily just Islam. I have some really great friends who are Muslim, and they would not ever think to hurt anyone. So I say that because I want everyone to understand that there is a lot of uncertainty if you're a person of my color or my hue. I love that. Someone said hue. My hue because we don't know exactly what you might be thinking. I proceeded to tell her, and I also proceeded to tell her that, you know, there are good, many more good people in each religion than there are bad people, and there are extremists in every religion. I pointed out a few, and then I just decided it wasn't really worth it at that moment to continue a dialogue when every single person in this country and globally was hurting. So I went about my, my duties and I went home. When I got home, my husband happened to be home, which was in the middle of the day, so that was unusual. He had always worn a full beard. And that day when I walked in from school, he had shaved it because every single person who carried out that horrific act on 9-11, wore a full beard. So gone was his beard. And then he and I had to have the conversation about how are we going to educate our children? And this is where I want our conversation to go today. 
we had to reflect on what were we going to emulate? What behaviors were we going to emulate for our children to show them that they needed to not only be aware of their hue, but also to be polite and kind and thoughtful and be a good citizen in the world, regardless of what country we lived in. So my husband and I had a very long talk about that, and we decided that we were going to be as honest as we could, age appropriately, and teach our children that they are brown, but that's a characteristic that they cannot change. What they can change is their character and their, their ability to be empathetic, to be compassionate, to be optimistic, to problem solve. In other words, to help them with their emotional intelligence. Their EQ was something we needed to build because they were now living in a post 9-11 world where everyone was making a judgment based on something that they had no control over. So my husband and I spent a lot of time talking to our children, explaining to them exactly what we expected of them, but also how they could help educate their peers. Just like we, my husband and I, were educating our peers. So it was an interesting conversation and it obviously evolved. We did not have a foolproof solution right off the bat. And we still don't have a foolproof solution, but we keep evolving as the community evolves and our, our peers evolve and our education evolves. So there's a lot that we had to do. Now, why am I telling you this? I'm telling you this because it is incumbent upon every single parent, regardless of their hue, to talk to their children about being inclusive and be mindful and be open and be kind and compassionate to everyone. But here's the kicker. In order for our children to do that, we too have to do that, which means we have to educate ourselves. We have to empower ourselves with the knowledge from different points of view, not just books that we particularly like. I mean, those are great, but we also need to talk, excuse me, we need to read books so that we can understand the same outcome from different points of view. That's what makes us human beings and that's what makes us humane in our behavior towards other people. It has not been easy post 9-11. As hard as I tried to squelch the fact that my hue is different than the majority of people that I am surrounded by, Every September 11th, I am reminded that it's that we are different. That our experience on 9-11 was the same. We came together as a nation. We came together as a world. But on 
September 12th, when we started to heal, we all became different again. And this time, it was more overt because the actions of those horrific people were also so overt. When you're looking at people from different backgrounds and different ethnicities, remember that on September 12th, every single one of those people had to re-educate themselves, educate their children, so that they did not carry on these biases that others have. And we needed to make an extraordinary effort to assimilate and make sure that we're a part of the community versus really holding on to any preconceived notions of what our culture may be. Now, that is not to say that I have lost my culture or my husband has lost his culture or our children have. We absolutely have maintained our culture, but now we are doing it in more of an educational format. Hey guys, we're celebrating this and we're celebrating this because would you like to come join us? We're trying to take the stigma out of the unknown and that's actually what we should be doing on a daily basis, but especially with our children. And when we start to break down those barriers, we become a much more open-minded, compassionate, loving community. 12 years after 9-11 in 2013, I decided that I wanted to run the New York City Marathon. Now, for those of you who don't know, I am an avid runner. I love to run. I love long distances most of the time. And I've run a few marathons. But if you're not familiar with the New York City Marathon, you actually run through five boroughs of New York City. You run through Staten Island, Brooklyn, Queens, the Bronx, and Manhattan. Now, each one of those communities has a personality, a persona. You know, if you say to someone, oh, I'm from Manhattan, immediately your mind goes to some preconceived notion of what Manhattanites are like. If you say you're from the Bronx, same thing. But here's what I want to tell you. As I'm running through those boroughs that day, and it was a freezing day in New York City, but you have to remember I was coming from Florida, so it was going to be cold for me. When I ran through the Bronx, I looked at so many faces from different backgrounds, different ethnicities, all coming together, lined up along the streets, cheering on all the runners, even the slow pokes like me, and so proud to be on that street cheering for everyone. But as I looked at their faces and I saw all the different ethnicities standing there, it was a stark reminder to me of how New York City came together, regardless of their background, 
after 9-11 and started to rebuild their city. Whether you were from Brooklyn, the Queens, the Bronx, wherever you were from, you came to rebuild the city. And that was such an education for every single person who was working to rebuild and all of their families and their children who were byproducts of it. That is a huge testament of education because everything was cast aside that day. And even though someone may have been judged post 9-11 by their hue, if they were a worker, there was education going on because people were talking to each other, trying to understand the other side and they were finding commonalities in their lives. And that was the biggest takeaway that we can have as parents. We need to look at that and that situ we need to look at that situation of everyone coming together on September 12th, even though they were different. We were educating, we were learning, we wanted to be one, and we can continue to do so. So, I told you all of this stuff, and now I'm going to ask you to reflect on what you can do to help your children or your child. The first thing that I would say is you should probably have an open talk with them. You should have an open dialogue with them. Talk to them about what they're feeling, what they're seeing, what they're learning, so that you can either support them or you can talk to them about a different point of view. Playing devil's advocate is a great way to solidify a point of view that someone is bringing forth. I do this all the time with the kids and they can't stand when I do it, but you know, it does solidify their point of view and it makes them think. And if the shoe's on the other foot, they're going to ask you. They're going to play devil's advocate for the same reason. And that's a good thing. I'll go back to what I said earlier. We need to educate ourselves. Read. Read different types of books from different points of view, even the ones you don't agree with. It's so important to get a different point of view. If we only read what we enjoy all the time, then we never grow. And then we can't educate our children. We can't help our children grow and have a wider view of the world. Talk to other people who are from different backgrounds. The media specialist, when she asked me to tell her the difference between a Hindu and a Muslim, I was happy to do so. And even though they are vastly different religions, they are very similar in what they preach. Everyone should be kind to their neighbor. Everyone should be generous and giving and loving. That's the premise of almost every religion, including Christianity, Buddhism, Hinduism, whatever religion you believe in, 
every single religion tells you that. Maybe a little different in the delivery, but they're all the same. And the last piece of advice I will give you is to be humble. Know that we are learning beings and we may not know everything, but we need to be humble and open to learning. And when we take that humility into account, then we also can bring more to the table because we are not overshadowing or overpowering someone else. So please keep that in mind. I know that this is a heavy topic this week, but it has been weighing on my mind for many years, as you can tell. September 12, 2001 changed my life forever. In some ways, there have been more challenges, and in some ways, it's been much more eye-opening for me, and I would say for my peer group. So don't hesitate to be open-minded, to talk, to read, to educate yourself, and then educate your children. Have those open dialogues because every one of us can learn something from every event in our life, even as horrific as something like what happened on September 11th. I hope you have gained some insight to my journey post 9-11, and I hope that you will take it upon yourself to be open and listen and talking to other points of view. As we round out this episode, I would just like to remind you, if you are enjoying our content, please feel free to leave me a review. Reviews are so vital to the podcast world, and especially to me, it helps me promote our website. It helps me promote the podcast and really allows me to continue to be motivated to put out good content for you. So if you're looking for more information, please visit our website at www.edume-me.net. You can find us on all social media platforms. And until next time, remember, we are working together to educate all of our children better. Take care, everyone, and please stay healthy. Bye.